Hi, I'm Tina Spangler with TLC Barrels, and welcome to my podcast. It is November 1st, 2022, and this is Q&A 116. So this uh, podcast is generally made for my Facebook virtual coaching group that's been going on since August of 2020. We are at over 120 members in 23 states and one international. I absolutely love this group. It's been so much fun to be a part of everyone's journey. And um, this past week, we've had five new members join. Uh, welcome Anna and Donna and Kat out of Florida and Vanessa in Texas and Kelly in Alabama. Uh, today, I will be doing the personal best drawing for people who may not know. The personal best drawing is for the entire month. Um, I have you set a goal for every every month to try to improve one thing in every run or every ride. And um, if you do have a personal best, and that can be teaching your colt to pick up their leads or having a clean pattern or getting rate on your first barrel um, or mastering a drill that's been giving you trouble, uh, getting a perfect circle, whatever it is, it could be a personal best fast time beating your own time that you ran in, in an arena in a previous time. And that can be your personal best. And all you have to do is when you send your video or just send me a message and tell me you had a personal best and I add you to the list. And the reason we do this, it's not a huge prize. I put all the names in there. Um, this month, I'll be drawing today. There are 20, uh, 21, looks like 21 names on the list for October, which is awesome. And I want each and every one to be proud of their win. Um, I draw for 20, you know, one name out of the whatever amount of names there are. If we get over 25, I'll draw two names. Um, and then, etc. If as we grow, I'll draw more names for more people. But, but for the first 25, I draw one name. And it's a $15 value. You can get a month free in the group. Uh, a TLC hat, saddle cross, the TLC books, uh, keychains. Uh, a credit at Amazon for $15 or doTERRA or dynamite, which I'm independent um, distributors for those. Uh, so anyways, that's what it is, but it's mostly just to keep us excited and motivated to keep improving. So as we go into today, today's topic is going to be about reviewing the last three months for um, mindset and skill challenges. And I think this is really important as we're coming into December because December is the time that we start setting our new goals for 2023. For those of you that are running Pro Rodeo WPRA, your new season started October. So you should already be setting your goals. The WPRA season ended into September and the new rodeos on the Southeast start October. So, but for those of you that are running other things, they usually run January to December. So that's a really good time to start deciding your goals. And we'll be getting into that a lot in December, but I want to use November to reflect back on 2022 and see what we're proud of, what we accomplished, what we still need to work on and things like that. So let's see here. Um, the new challenge for this month is going to be mindset or mental toughness. Better, the word better. Be better today than you were yesterday. And that could mean anything. Everyone's different and everyone's on their own path and their own journey. That could be, I'm going to ride more. That could be, I'm going to get me and my horse more fit. We're going to exercise more, eat healthier. Um, I'm going to practice perfect. I'm going to compete more often. Um, you know, it could be, I'm going to uh, have more of a, a positive mindset and say that I can master that first barrel. I can 
you know, have an awesome run. Me and my horse are a great team. All of those things can help you become better than you were yesterday. And that's how you do it. You decide what it is each day when you wake up that will make you a little bit better. And generally, it's not so much about keeping motivation. It's about just being disciplined, doing something every day to make yourself better. You know, it's easy to watch movies or hang out with your friends or go eat lunch or you know, go have drinks with your friends or whatever, but it takes discipline to make yourself go out there and saddle when it's hot or cold or dark or wet. Um, it takes discipline to, you know, pick the right food and stay in shape. It, it just, it's hard. Everything, everything that's worthwhile takes effort. So, um, so that's something I want everyone to consider. And then for the skill challenge this month, I want you to focus on one cue for a weakness that you have. So maybe you have a really hot horse and they need to calm down. What if you taught them to really be soft to your hands or maybe even put their head down off your leg cue? That would come in really handy when you're warming up um, or uh, when you're, you know, trying to wait your turn to run at the world show or something in a holding pen. So maybe you have a really lazy horse. So maybe you could get them to focus more on your voice cue to get more pep in their step and work off your energy more rather than having to kick them things like that. So focus on one cue that can help a weakness in your horse. And everyone's going to be different because we're all at different levels. But we want these horses fancy broke. And the way you get there is focusing on one thing at a time to create a softer, more responsive horse. So that's the um, skill for this month. Um, let's see here. Um, let's see here. I wanted to... Um, share a story. Um, a lot of people have been sending me videos, you know, where you're going, you're used to super shows and all of a sudden you're going to jackpots and rodeos, uh, and, and the ground's horrible and you're a little bit freaked out. But I will tell you, um, when you go to super shows, you're pretty darn lucky. The ground has been ripped and watered and, and made perfect. Um, generally most of the time, unless it's an, a new event, like they've never had barrel races there before and they're still figuring it out. But a place that has barrel races regularly, usually they have it all worked out perfect for you guys and they drag on five. But I can tell you when you start going to rodeos, you might only get a drag on 12 or hand dragging, um, at, at the very best between the 12. Um, sometimes they don't drag before barrels, especially if it's in the performance and they might drag for slack, but that's it. And the ground can be hard. It can be slick. Um, you have to learn how to stand your horses up two hands and not go to the horn too early. Um, your horses get smart and know how to safety up and stand up in bad ground. So I will say this. If there's people here that want to go to the NFR uh, and you only go to super shows, you better start going to some open rodeos or pro rodeos in your circuit and see how your horses even like rodeo ground. Because these pro rodeo horses that go to the NFR... They are gritty. The hardest part of what they do is the miles in the trailer and the ground conditions. And some horses have been crippled, life-ending careers, you know, or life or should, injuries, life-ending, career-ending, that's what I'm trying to say, career-ending injuries. That's hard for me in the morning. One more cup of coffee, please. So um, anyway, so those are things to consider if you want to do that. I know, I know it's easy and I want you guys to dream. I want you to dream huge. Maybe you're just starting out and you're doing speed shows. Maybe you're a young girl and you're like, I'm going to the NFR one day. And for those of us who've been competing in the, in, for a long time now in the, in the, you know, trenches and we're going to our district shows and 
and flock in 1D, but then go into a super show and can't get out of the 2D to save our life or something. Um, you got to understand it's tough, you know, and, and then there's a seasoning process too. Um, when you leave rodeo, I mean, jackpots or super shows and go rodeo, your horses have to get used to the adversity. You don't get in the arena before. There's no exhibition. There could be bulls by the first girl. There could be crowds screaming and crazy lights and all kinds of stuff that they sell at the rodeo by second barrel and, you know, ro um, Ferris wheels and stuff down by the third barrel. I mean, it, it's a different, total different world and it takes time and you need a gritty, gritty horse for it. So not every horse can make it in that world. So those are all things to think about too. So that's important to know your goals. Um, so I just wanted to bring that up because it came up a lot in the group this last week with ground conditions for different people going different places. Um, I also wanted to suggest if you see a friend struggling after a run, um, refer them to the group. Tell them it's $15 to have their video reviewed. It might be the best advice they ever got to help them get to where they want to get to. So always keep that in mind as well. I really appreciate the referral and you might just help your friend out. We have a few members that have joined because someone told them, hey, you know, if you're frustrated, just see if Tina can review your run. And it's amazing having a second pair of eyes look at your video, slow motion, zoomed in and say, hey, you know, this is what I see. And they're like, I never even saw that before. So it just is nice to have a second set of eyes and especially my eyes. I've been doing this professionally 30 years and been around it since I was eight years old. But anyhow, um, I also put in the group this week a podcast on um, on mental mental toughness, the top eight things that you should have. Uh, it's I think it's like a five or 10 minute podcast. So make sure you listen to that. Um, and also, um, I did a couple of videos uh, for NFR riders in slow motion that you might have enjoyed. If you didn't see them, scroll down, uh, Winda and Bo and Stevie and Truck. So take a look at those. Um, and, and on a side note, I also have um, clinics the next three Sundays. So remember, when I have a clinic weekend, your videos are going to be a day slower. So, um, so instead of getting your videos back in 24 hours, you might get your videos back in 48 hours. So, so when I have a clinic on a Sunday, you may not get videos back till by Wednesday. So be patient and bear with me. And remember, when you send me videos, tell me the name of your horse. If I don't, if, if you have multiple horses, the name of the arena, your fast time, or excuse me, what, what the fast time or winning time of the arena was and your time. That way, and if you have any concerns, that way, when I see the video, I'm going to know, okay, you know, they were one second off and they felt like the horse was not paying attention in the alleyway or whatever. So just tell me the name of the arena, your time, the winning time, and any concerns you had. So it's really hard when I just get videos with no explanations to really help you. Because, I mean, I can look at it. It's obvious if you hit a barrel or got by a barrel. But I like to know the details. So I know, you know, if we have time to shave off, um, you know, if you had any issues you were worried about. So make sure you tell me that. And, again, you can load your videos right into the Coach Now app. And I'll review them there. Or you can send them to me, Facebook Messenger or email. But don't text them. For some reason, Texas text messages, they seem to be blurry. I don't know why. Okay, so let's see here. I want to get into the Q&A. Also, I have about 40 videos that came in from Saturday till today, and I've done almost all of them. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten to go. So bear with me. I'm going to try to get those done today. Um, my dad's in town, and my son was in town on Thursday, so I got to go to dinner with my son on Thursday. My dad's going to be here for a couple of months until my surgery. 
um, in February, so that's nice. And um, so anyhow, my dad's here, which is great. I'm excited about that. And um, let's see here. My questions here. Okay. Um, here's what I want everyone to do. Um, well, well, let me answer the questions, and then we'll do the topic. So um, first question. My horse braces to the right in the right turn. Um, so here's a couple things. A, if you have a horse that braces on you, try not to have to touch them on their face. Um, and the reason I say that is because some horses can have issues. I actually had a horse that had, I had to x-ray her neck because she was so stiff to the right. Even a chiropractor couldn't fix it. Um, she couldn't do cookie stretches to the right as she could to the left. Um, and, and I had to stretch her every single, every single time I rode her and every single time I handled her on the ground. Um, so I had x-rays done of her neck and she had two bones that touched. So she wasn't capable of um, bending to the right. So I had to make sure not to touch her face in the turn. So if your horse is like that, you're going to want to spend time doing some drills for suppling. My three circle drill is awesome for that. You do one circle nose in, one circle nose out, and one circle breaking in the pole. And you can do that with 10 foot circles, um, even 20 foot circles. And you can do it at a walk, trot, and a lope. So that's a great suppling exercise. But when you compete, that's why it's so important we can do perfect circles and we can turn a barrel without our hands, just off our eyes, body, energy, voice, and maybe pinky bump of your hand and, and backing up with your leg. Um, so that's what my suggestion would be for that. My next question was, my horse only excels at my home arena that I compete regular. Okay, so that's really normal too. That, that's called cross training. That is all a part of seasoning. Um, there's lots of different setups. There's big arenas with small patterns. There's small arenas with barrels on the fence. There's huge arenas with huge patterns. There's ground changes like hard or deep or muddy or puddles. Um, there's arenas that are quiet or loud. There's arenas that have rodeo events like ropers and bulls and such around. Um, it's a big difference going from jackpot, roadie, or super show, as we discussed. So it is important to cross train and just expect less. If they're giving you a, a 1D run at your local pin and they're 3D at different arenas, they just need to get confident. So go for smooth, go for pretty turns. Smooth turns are going to give you faster times. Not only that, it's going to build their confidence. So all you want to do is focus on, you know, your arc and your spots in the turn. But get a lay of the land beforehand. When you go sign up, know where the stakes are, know where the timers are. Look at the pin and say, okay, this barrel's on the fence, this barrel's out in the open. Just this weekend, a lot of you went to Felsmere. First and second were on the fence, third was out in the open. You were so busy driving to first and second to get by them, you forgot to rate third because it was out in the open. So you have to pre-think these things and know when you should be pushing and when you should be backing off. And it'll still be in the moment, but also have a game plan. That's why you visualize your run before your run. And that way you have a really good game plan. For instance, on a colt, you could say, okay, the tractor is going to scare him here, or the banner is going to scare him here, or those, um, you know, barrel on the fence, he might not run up in the hole. You know, have a plan. And that's really important as well. Um, okay, let's see. Next one. Hitting, my, hitting a barrel with my shoulder. Um, with a shoulder. So when a horse is shouldering a barrel, there's several things that could be happening. You need to probably start looking past the barrel. Nine times out of 10, people are lifting. They're looking down their horse's neck. They're dropping their shoulder and dropping their hand or lifting their shoulder and lifting their hand. 
They're not staying square. Um, they're not separating their rate and their turn cues. Rate means to sit down, but sit square. Turn means to go ahead and, and look in and turn your hip and shoulder. Um, so it really does matter. And you got to think about riding that hindquarters as well to your spots one, two, and three, and really ride from the waist down. Even when you sit, you'd want to keep your legs on and maybe even smooch or cluck to keep that horse moving. So that's really important. If you are hitting barrels with your shoulder, I would suggest doing circles around the barrel to really ride their hindquarters. So, you know, work 10 foot circles, perfect circles, and do inline barrels or all lefts and all rights with three or four barrels. Um, that would be really good for them. Okay, let's see here. Um, let me see here. The next thing um, I wanted to mention, let me see if I have any more questions before I go into the topic. Okay, here we go. Yep, anticipation, hip barrels. Okay, so that's, that's the same thing. Um, that looking, looking in, lifting up, or pulling your outside rein, all those things cause anticipation. Work on straighter longer in competition. Um, even tune your horse with straighter longer. If your horse has a bad habit of dropping a shoulder, do in and outs. Um, all those things will help too. And I have videos on all of that stuff. You can find it on the members only page organized by topic, or just go to the group page in the search box and type in in and outs and every video on in and outs will pop up. Um, or, you know, type in anticipation. Any topic will come up on that. So in the search box. So you can do that. Um, and always scroll back. You, you'll be surprised. There's two years of really great information in that group. And if you scroll, you'll find a lot of it. So let's see here. So as we go into the topic here, I want to kind of reflect on what all we did. So, um, so in, in August, I told everyone first and first most important thing to do is start with a journal. A journal is really important to track your progress. My particular barrel racing log and performance tracker, the very first page, the very first page has a mental toughness um, preparing for competition. And I put in there Proverbs 23, 7, as you think in your heart, so you are believe you can and you will remember that's so important to believe you can so you will and your heart what you think you are you are so really tell yourself positive things believe in yourself in order to succeed you do need four traits you need skill that's why we have to practice and take lessons and go to clinics um you need a positive mindset you know you don't get anywhere in life you know having a negative mindset when you wake up in the morning Thank you, God, for this day. Thank you that I have a job to go to. Thank you that I get to go take care of the horses in the barn. Thank you that I get to go to school. You know, that's really important. Experience. Nothing replaces experience. Every single horse I ever got on or worked with taught me something. And having heart is so important. You got to try. And you got to try when things are hard. Everybody falls down. Everybody fails. Everyone's dealing with something horrible at some time in their life, but you got to keep, keep trying. That's hard. So in the very first page, I talk about the 10 ways to succeed. Um, one of the other questions that came in this week was my, my daughters are really getting nervous before they compete and that's affecting their runs. You know, I can sit here and tell you all day long, take deep breaths, 
you know, sing a song, the ABCs, whatever, um, pray, you know, exhale, you know, and, um, you know, pet your horse, whatever. I can tell you those things, but if we don't get down to the root cause of why you're upset or nervous, it's going to be hard to improve. So that's why I go down those 10 things. What, what is it? Are you putting um, unrealistic goals on yourself? Do you lack confidence because you don't know if your horse is going to do what you want them to do? Are you worried about um, the big event, you know, and, and, um, and who's there and all of that stuff? Um, do you have issues in your personal life that's stressing you out? Finances or spouses or, you know, things like that. Um, are you just overthinking your run and making it more complicated than it is? It's not rocket science. Keep it simple. Um, are you worrying about the outcome? Like, oh, I have to win money today or I need points today. You know, do you not know how to have a game plan, you know, for that p p position or that pin, you know? Um, you need to have a good game plan. Are you psyching yourself out, you know, trying to run like somebody else or um, not trusting the plan, that, the run that you've developed with your horse? Are you worrying about what other people think? Um, sometimes people do worry about that. So, um, and it really just adds stress to your run and makes you ride mechanically and bad timing and, and stiff and all that. And then finally, number 10, do you fear failure? So really figure out your root cause and then you can start working on things. But we really need to name it to claim it. So, and that's a whole po point of my journal. The first pages, you keep track of your horse records, you know, Coggins, Worming, chiropractic, sports medicine vet, your riding schedule, you know, blah, blah, blah. You put all that in there. Uh, everything down to their diet, their shoeing, supplements, whatever. And then you track your barrel races and you track, you know, um, that's just so important. You know, the, the um, you can do everything from the, the entries, added money, the mileage round trip, um, your draw number, ground conditions, entry fee, wittings, what you liked about your pattern, good and bad. Um, one thing you want to fix on your pattern, maybe even note your mental game or how you warmed up, ground conditions. You can draw your pattern. So all of those things can be done. But not only that, in the back of the uh, log, you want to write your positivity in your vision board. You want to write down your goal for the year and your schedule for the week, how you're going to get to your goal for the year with your daily or weekly schedule. <coughs> Having a, um, a mindset, how, how to get yourself into your positive mindset, you know, how, how you get yourself in your zone, write that down. Uh, have your pre-race routine, what you're going to do, you know, get there two hours early and exactly how you go about getting your routine for to build confidence in you and your horse. Um, and then set set up five things. There's a place to write down five things to improve on for you and your horse. Um, there's a checklist on what to bring to the trailer. I mean, to the in the trailer, to the barrel races or rodeos. And then there's a gratitude page to write down something every day you're thankful for. Um, and then the final page is your one-minute positive sprint. And that's so, so important. Um, you know, how you get yourself pumped up and get yourself in the zone. So, um, so let's get back to this. In August, um, I told you to start a journal and that's what it all should have in it. And then August, I also said, do your, your mindset was going to be 1% improvement. Pick one thing, each ride or run that you improved on to, to improve on. And then for skill, it was groundwork. Groundwork is the basis for everything. I had a client come for a lesson. Their horse was spooky as all get out amazing horse fancy fancy broke but no one seems to have desensitized this horse so we desensitized the horse on the ground first and then we got back in the saddle and I did stuff while she did patterns and the horse was so much calmer and more focused 
So you got to teach them how to spook in place on the ground, pay attention on the ground, and then how to pay attention in the saddle and ignore the scary stuff. So groundwork is really important. And then face flexing in the saddle was also that month. And that is so important. If you don't have a horse broken the face, you're going to already be in trouble because you need them to respect your hands um, if you do need to get a hold of them. Maybe you're out of position. You need to move them over. You don't want them to brace on you. Maybe you need control in the alleyway or to get a nice woe at the end because of a closed gate. Um, maybe you need rate going into a barrel. They need to not pull on you but say, yes, ma'am. So that's why that's important. In September, your mindset was positivity to turn everything into a positive. And let me tell you, that was a hard month for me. I had a lot of bad things happening in September. I lost my horse, my truck broke, had issues. I mean, there was a lot going on. So I had to take my energy and find the good in every situation. And that was not easy. So that's something that I want you guys to work on. The skill was to get back to basics. You know, and that could have been everything from working on transitions, rollbacks, backing, um, face flexing, counter arcing, perfect circles, um, you know, all of those things. Getting your horse working off your, your seat more, um, less off your hands, more off your legs in your seat. Uh, so that was that. Now, October, um, it was smoother turns for faster times. I gave you guys a lot of things to focus on on the pattern as far as spots and such. Also drills that would improve your turns. So, um, you know, it was single barrel on the pattern or the windmill or figure eights, um, perfect circles with true turns. Um, you know, there was a lot of different drills, D pattern, single barrel, all lefts, all rights. All those things can help you that we did all that in October. Now here we're going into November and, um, oh, in the mindset for October was to believe believe in you, believe in your horse. And that's really important because subconsciously, a lot of you have self-doubt, you know, I can tell you as an entrepreneur, as having my own business for 30 years, it takes a lot of work, but you also have to believe in it, you know, and even in little things like things that change, like me moving or um, me getting hurt or going through a divorce. All of those things affected my business and one way or the other, I could have gave up and quit. Um, went through a pandemic while I was hurt after getting a divorce and moving all at one time. But I said, nope, I'm just going to pivot my business and keep going because this is what I know. This is my purpose, my passion. I believe in all of my heart that God gives everybody their own gifts and you need to follow those gifts. And that's going to be your true purpose, your true passion. And um, that's what's going to make you happy. And that's what makes me happy. Um, I haven't competed since 2020. Um, and sometimes people are like, wow, you know, I haven't ridden since the beginning of this year. Um, I think March was the last time I rode because of my hip. And um, and honestly, I miss it, but I love my work so much. I love TLC so much that I haven't really, um, I now look, I'm looking forward to 2023. And that's my goal, not just to survive, but to thrive and get back to the things that really light me up, like riding my horses and doing things like that. So after my surgery, I'm pumped up to do that. But um, but again, everybody has their own thing. And if you love what you do, you know, they say you never work a day in your life. Well, that's true. Now, some people have jobs that pay for them to have their hobbies on the weekend and, and chase their other passion and purpose. And that is okay too. You know, it's, it is what it is. Everybody has their, their life that they are doing. And I think that's a great thing. But 
But now we're going into November and our, our mindset is going to be better. What can I do today to be better? And it could be any of these things that we just did, talked about. Maybe you still need to work on believing in yourself. Maybe you still need to work on that positive attitude. Maybe you still need to be better about journaling and working on 1% improvement a day. Um, maybe you need to work on your basics longer and work on smoother turns longer. Just because it's a month long doesn't mean you're going to master it in a month. Um, maybe you still need to work on that softer face or that groundwork. Um, but wherever you are, everybody's in a different place. If you've been ignoring something like your horse is terrible at tying up or trailer loading, um, work on those things, you know, patience, tying, get them a tie ring and give them a hay bag and stick them in the stall tied up somewhere where they can't get hurt if they get loose, um, you know, or, or around panels around the trailer or something, you know, but just keep them safe. Tie them in the arena or the round pin. Uh, but again, if you tie them on the tie ring, you don't have to worry about them getting hurt. A hay bag gives them something to do and they'll learn patience because they do it every day. You can't expect a horse to be patient if you tie them once a week. It has to be every single day. And it can be while you do chores, you know, things like that, while you ride another horse. Um, you know, those are things that you can definitely be doing. So, so again, the skill for this month is fancy broke. The mindset is better. How can I be better today than yesterday? And then fancy broke, find a cue to help a weakness. Look at your you and your horse as an individual. Know what your strengths are and find that one weakness and focus on that this month. So that's my plan for you guys now. Um, let me see. I've been talking about 30 minutes, so I try to keep them short and sweet every week so that I, you can listen to them on your way to work or while you're cleaning the barn or cooking dinner, maybe driving to the barrel race. Um, let me see if I answered all my questions here. Um, I do want to say that, you know, you should dream big. You know, if your goal is the NFR, absolutely Goals are great. You know what? It keeps you focused and it's fun trying. So, and it keeps us a little bit motivated to have something that we're chasing. So it definitely, um, is it going to be easy? No way. But is it going to be worth it? Heck yeah. Um, it will take a special horse and a special horse and rider team to get to that level. Um, but you just never know. You know, some of the greatest horses that make it to the top are or quirky and fractious so don't get upset if your horse is quirky or fractious um i know a world champion cutting horse that spooks of shadows but can work a cow like crazy um i know of um many nfr horses scamper and bozo that cost eight hundred dollars or you know dirt cheap and um went on to be world champions um so you don't have to come for money you don't have to buy high dollar horses it can um it can work out you know, it just, you know, it just has to be that, that dream team, you and your horse just click and you've got the talent and the try and you go out there and do it. So, um, so yeah, believe in yourself. And, and you know what, not everybody cares about that. Some people are really happy winning the 3d saddle for the year, you know, and that's great too, because they work full time and they do this for fun on the weekend and, and love the bond with their horse the socializing and spending their life living the cowboy way, you know, on the weekends. And that's great too. So everyone has their own goals in the group. And, um, and that's an awesome thing. You know, you love your horse. And as long as you're competing at your personal best, that's perfect. 
you know, so, so everybody has their own goals and I love helping everyone. That's my passion is to help one horse and rider have a better relationship. And that's what I do. That's what makes me excited. And I don't care if that's a speed show rider or a 1D pro rider. I mean, I love helping everybody as long as you love your horse and you put that horse first and you guys are out there, you know, giving it your best shot. I'm in hundred percent. So I want to thank everybody. Um, for tuning into these podcasts. I want to thank you for being a part of Team TLC. I'm really excited about this group. Um, it's been over two years now, and um, I get a lot of great feedback, um, and I really appreciate hearing that you guys are enjoying the group and find value in it. Um, if you have a topic you'd like me to discuss in more detail, I would absolutely love to do it for you. I hope next year to be making a whole lot of new videos with me on my own horses. Meanwhile, I'm going to be using clients and uh, lessons to make videos, um, you know, maybe from my clinics or my private lessons to make some more videos to uh, add to the group and to the members only page um, and things like that. So, so remember uh, to go ahead and buy a day timer for next year for 2023 is coming up and we want to start setting our goals and, um, Having a goal is really important. So start in the back of your mind right now thinking what association. The thing is, you if you can't take your horse, there's just not enough time to run every association and you're going to run the wheels off your horse. So it's important that you pick what you think is going to be your goal. Maybe it's MBHA district shows. Maybe it's a ruby and pink buckle. Maybe it's certain super shows you want to go to. Maybe it's your district uh, association near your home. Um, but pick something that gives you that goal. And, um, and then, you know, you can still have things that you hit here or there, you know, um, for fun or, you know, whatever, but it's good to have a goal because that gives you something to focus on, put in your day timer and, um, and strive towards. So those are all things I want you to start kicking around in your head now, but I want you to really reflect. I want to close with saying, reflect on 2022, look over your journal from this year and see what were my five things that I wanted to improve on. Did I meet those five things? If I did, how did I do it? If I didn't, where did I come up short? If you don't know, talk to me about it and we'll work it out, we'll figure it out. But I can't help you if you don't talk to me, so just know that. Um, and, um, you know, so send me videos. Um, you know, if you can't, if you don't like to type uh, and you need to call, let me know when. There's also an, a way to leave a one minute or whatever uh, voice thing too. A lot of you do that. You'll send me a, you'll just talk to me on the recordings on Facebook Messenger. Um, so that's fine too, because uh, it's easier sometimes to talk than type. So any of that's perfectly fine with me. It helps me understand where you are and where you want to get to. So, um, but again, I'm super proud of all of you and I'm excited for you uh, to keep chasing your goals. And again, um, it makes me happy to see 20, 20 some personal bests every month. And, um, and it should make you really proud of yourself when you have a personal best. So for those of you at World right now, um, super excited for you. There's already been several personal bests, which is great. Um, Angela and um, uh, Kaylee Ann, their sweepstakes came out and had their own personal best the very first run, which is awesome. Um, Let's see here, Peggy, your very first time going to World, and you run a 15-2 the first run, 15-3 your second run. It's awesome. Barbara and Memphis, you guys are smoking out there. Rachel, Samantha, 
<coughs> there's a lot of you. I think we have about 20 members at World right now. So I'm sure more of those videos are going to be coming in. The first go just started. So um, looking forward to hearing about your runs. If you need my help, send your videos. If you want to wait and send them to me when it's all over and we can do side by side, sometimes that's a beneficial too. Wait till you have two runs, send me the video and we can do them side by side and see where you're uh, losing time or gaining time. And that can be helpful uh, on your videos. The side by sides are really, really helpful. Sometimes you can make up time on one run between the barrels on the other run in the turn. So it really, that's why you don't ever want to quit riding because even if you get by one barrel, you might be able to make it up be, with speed and driving out the next barrel. So, so just, you know, stay focused on that. And um, like I mentioned, I'm really proud of you guys. And I hope you're enjoying the slow plays that I've been doing to the NFR riders. I'm going to continue to do that because I think there's nothing better than uh, seeing a champion over hearing a champion any day and you can see their hand position we talked a lot about you know flat knuckles in the turns versus thumbs up between the barrels and and softening your elbow and and not pulling on your horses um, how important it is that you and your horse mirror each other um, these are all really important things that are going to help you get to the next level so thank you guys for tuning in um, as always ride with heart and god bless